This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Moll from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. I've had a number of meetings now where people have asked the question on whether they should pay down their mortgage or borrow more to invest or just invest while they have the mortgage. And the short answer is probably not unless for a few instances where you have good debt and the example of rental property. So that's the short answer, but I actually want to explain why I think that way. So since June 1998, the Reserve Bank has... um, information that goes further even back to 1976 but if you just draw the average of the floating rate compared to the two-year fixed term rate so the two years that you lock in the rate for your mortgage and you compare that over the time if you had to guess up until September this year what do you think that's averaged taking in consideration that you know it's ranging between three and four percent now like it's ridiculously low well floating rate averaged seven percent the fixed term rate averaged 6.5%. And that's not just the fixed term rate for five years, it's the two-year fixed term rate. So usually it's a bit more because, you know, you're locking in that security for longer, so the bank needs to make it higher because it could go either side, so they don't want to lock in a low rate. So that being said, you're like, okay, well, if I'm paying 7% on my mortgage and I invest that money, couldn't I make more money than what I did if I had to just kept that money in the mortgage or if I had to pay down the mortgage. Well, a growth fund at best will be able to get a 6% return after tax and fees. So you might even say, well, what about in the short term? So over the short term, interest rates are low. Why don't I make an investment in an index fund? It seems to be going well for the last 13 years, and it has. Uh, we have pretty much not had any market corrections aside from the COVID speed bump and a few things that happened in China where there was a um, there was a large property developer, one of the second largest in China, where it had a little bit of a hiccup, defaulted on some payments, so people started getting scared about the Chinese economy. So there's a little wobbly. So apart from a little wobblies, there hasn't been significant events like the global financial crisis where debt People just started defaulting at scale because there was these greedy little brokers that were trying to make money and saying it was good debt when it was really bad debt and then the the whole economy plummeted for years at a time. And that tends to happen every 7 to 10 years and we haven't had a market correction, well, since that time. So, you know, close to 13 years. So the question is, okay, well, what about now? If If I invest in index funds, I could get a great return. And then I will be able to outpace the debt of the mortgage. Well, you run the risk. You don't necessarily know when the market correction is going to be, especially if you have it in index funds, you invest in a single asset class like shares, or even worse, you go into a property fund where it's just developers that are speculating on the market and 
Um, actually, the way they get around compliance is they appeal to what's called eligible or wholesale, inve- wholesale investors. So either people that are high net worth or people that have supposedly the understanding to make good calls with the money. So by them appealing to them, then they're not held by the same constraints that Greg and myself might be in the financial regime because we're helping retail clients, not wholesale. <clears throat> but anyways, so that if, if for example, there's a market correction and the index fund goes down by 30-40%, um, also when there's a market correction, there's economic suffering, not just in that sector, so the banks might tighten up. They might be fearful. They may start knocking on your door, asking where the money is, and you've got to crystallize the loss in order to fund the mortgage repayments. You might lose your job because of the economic collapse. Um, so there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with that. Now let's look back a bit further. So from 1976 um, up into 1998, there was a period around the stock market crash between 85 and 90 where a mortgage was anywhere between 20 and 25%. If you think about it, if you use the rule of 72, divide 72 by the return, that's how long it will take the money to double if it's compounding or inflation until it halves. So 72 divided by 20, so you're looking at, you know, three and a bit. Between three and four years, if you don't pay your mortgage, it doubles in value, which is pretty scary. And that's even just in the last few decades. So the thing about mortgage rates is they fluctuate. The house always the wins, the banks do well out of it, and you may want to make a speculative call on your investment, but if you own a family home and it's a mortgage, you own a lifestyle asset, not an investment asset. Sure, it might appreciate in value, but you're most likely going to buy in the same location that you brought. You might move to some smaller place like Gore, and then it's a great investment and you made a lot of money. But the best thing you can do is pay down that mortgage and free yourself up. The second best investment while you're paying down that mortgage is KiwiSaver. The reason being is the return is guaranteed in the form of contributions. So not in the form of the return itself, but in the fact that you put in 3%, your employer matches that. Or if you put in 1043 the government puts in $521. So it's very easy if you look at those numbers, you know, you put in, they match it. It's effectively 100% return if you look at like that. I'll probably get in trouble for describing that way. But if you if they're matching your contribution and your mortgage rate at worst over the last few decades has gone up to 25%, well, you're outpacing that regardless. The important consideration is making sure that doesn't put you in a bad financial situation where because it is tied up, you can access the money if you get in financial hardship, but that money could be tied up and it could be quite challenging for you to get it out. So be mindful of that. But the two best investments you should really only consider when you're trying to pay down your family home is KiwiSaver and paying down your mortgage because it's a speculative bet. Mortgage rates have outpaced the growth fund over the longer term and in short fluctuations, substantial great, greater difference between the two. Sometimes growth funds do really well. But it's just it's just uncertainty. It's inflexible. You want to try and access the money when you need to pay down the mortgage, when you lost your job, when there's an economic recovery. So there's a lot of things to play in mind there. The the counter to that is maybe it's a business loan. Um, so you got some collateral outside of your family home that's used as security. Um, you can use the tax deductibility 
Um, you also might have a rental home. So if worst comes to worst, the rental home can cover the cost and you've got um, on, ongoing rental income from the tenant to keep you afloat provided you're managing it smart. So it wouldn't be too tough an idea and too silly idea to be able to invest in those situations. But a g- general rule of thumb is don't, the best investment you can make with your family home is to pay down the mortgage. The second best investment is KiwiSaver because of the contributions you get from the employer or the government. So I know that might not be the most valuable of discussions that we've had on the podcast, but if you execute and consider this in your life and aren't one of the ones that speculate, it's going to put you in a very good position. If you can pay down that mortgage in 10 years, 15 years, 20, 30, if you can get it done and then start investing while having your KiwiSaver work, you're going to be able to achieve a lot of what you're hoping to achieve in life. So on that note, I appreciate it if you could give us a review. Um, one, from the egotistical standpoint, because, you know, I appreciate feeling love from other human beings. Uh, that sounded dodgy. Uh, but also I'll read it out. Like if you do a, if you share the review, I'll read your name out. You could even plug a company if you want. Free marketing would be funny. If you do it funny, I'll read it. Um, and then it just helps more people hear about this because I want to, improve the financial literacy of a nation and give everyone the opportunity to better financial future and it not be dependent on their experiences, their gender, their race, what country they're from, provided they've moved to New Zealand because I'm not talking about Australian uh, finance, but the principles of investing can be applied all over the world. So on that note, thank you. And uh, yeah, till next time.